Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we've got season two, episode 22, and Baby Makes Five. Mary, what happened this week? Jackie hasn't told Mel she's pregnant with his baby because she's sure he doesn't want any more children. Kelly tells Brenda and Donna about the pregnancy if they promise not to tell. Immediately after, David reveals to Donna that Mel is planning to propose to Jackie on Valentine's Day. Donna spills the beans about the baby, assuming he already knew. Brenda blabs to Cindy, Jim, and Brandon like as soon as she gets home. David goes to see Mel at work. Mel shows David the ring he picked out for Jackie. Mel consents David has something on his mind and reassures him that David is number one in his heart. Donna confesses her mistake to Kelly and also tells her about Mel's plan to propose. Jackie yells at Kelly for telling the secret, so Kelly tells Jackie Mel is planning to propose. Jackie thinks Mel is only planning to propose because she's pregnant. Jackie resolves to find a way out of this mess. She barges into Mel's office while he's with a patient. She cancels dinner, reveals she's pregnant and keeping it, and doesn't want his money or help, and ends their relationship. Donna encourages David to talk to Jackie, and he helps her wrap her head around the truth of the situation. He asks Jackie to give Mel another chance, because Valentine's Day. (laughs) Jackie barges into Mel's office again and apologizes. Mel proposes and is cute as hell. Jackie says yes. Dylan is planning a surprise for Brenda for Valentine's Day and won't give her a hint further than it involves lying down. Brenda keeps... Or, sorry. Dylan keeps giving Brenda clues about Valentine's Day, but she can't figure it out. Dylan shows up on Valentine's Day with the most expensive-looking flowers I've ever seen on this show so far (laughs) and tickets to a play, but first they go donate blood together. Nat tells Andrea more than a minor should know about betting on horse racing. She picks a horse named Lovesick for him to bet on. He bets on her horse and wins, so he asks her to pick another horse. She chooses a horse named Unrequited. Brandon and Steve sense a pattern forming with her... Or, sorry... When her pick wins again, Steve asks Nat to go with him to the track to place bets for him and Brandon to really test Andrea's intuition. He reluctantly agrees. They go to the track and wear terrible hats. Andrea <laughs> Andrea picks a horse named Grand Amour. It wins. She makes her final choice, and the boys plan to bet all their winnings on Cupid's wing. Nat's sketchy horse betting buddy tells Andrea that's a bad call. She runs to find Nat and tell him her mistake. She catches him in time for him to bet on the winning horse, follow me home. Cindy looks super hot for her Valentine's date with Jim. <laughs> Just throw in that last little bit. Well, she, she looked did. so she did look good. So good. good. She did. She did. Oh the my red God. dress and those gold earrings. Mm-hmm. Also... I also wrote that Donna spilled the beans, which just made me laugh. I was like, you said spill the beans. I think I did too. Oh my God, guys, we're so cute. Let's see. But also listening to that come back through, like my blood is boiling. Oh, totally. I'm so, like this entire episode could have been avoided if Mel and Jackie just talked. Right? And not the children. (laughs) It's like every single post on r slash relationships, did you talk to them about it? (laughs) Yeah, can confirm that in my notes, I say Donna basically spills the beans. <laughs> so we all said spill the beans. Awesome. Same brain. <laughs> We're so cute. But yeah, seriously, like if Jackie had just gone to Mel and said, I am pregnant. And he said, I was planning to propose to you before I knew you were pregnant. Let's also get married. And now we're going to have a baby. Done. Well, and also, like, let's be real. When Jackie eventually comes and bursts into the, the dentist's office or whatever he is, she doesn't ever let him talk. 
It made so, me so mad. I was like, you don't know what he's feeling. You listen to teenagers. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it's like she goes through her entire like two and a half minute spiel and then doesn't let him say a single word. And if she did let him, he would be able to tell her, hold on, girl. I didn't know you were pregnant until just now. I know. All of this was like when she gets to the end of this and she's like, he didn't know I was like, who told him I was pregnant? And David's like, you did. You did. Like, shut the fuck up, David. First yeah. of all. But also, like, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it, ugh, God. I, mm, let's just get into it. I did like how in the very beginning when they were looking at the photo album, or when Jackie was, like, they actually used Jenny Garth pics. I like, was looking at that. Cute. I was like, oh, it's a baby. And I was like, oh, that's actually her. I know. Like, that actually, has like, to be really her. Cute. Which I guess in the 90s is a lot easier to do because you don't, A, Photoshop's not around, and so it's not like you have to superimpose, like, her face on something they could actually probably be like hey jenny can you ask your mom and dad for their photo album can Mm. we borrow it so that's kind of cool no i love that she was looking through it and then okay when she goes and like starts to make eggs that's the same kitchen set from the sanders house right oh i don't know maybe like that looked just like it maybe it did look really familiar yeah Yeah, and we've seen that kitchen before Mm -hmm. but like it was in the I think s- they used it for both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it in their house, but yeah, I'm sure they have. Yeah, because they did it for the, what was it, Christmas episode where she's whipping yeah, the egg whites? I think oh, so. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like either I wasn't paying attention there or I was paying extra attention here and I was like, that is Samantha Sanders' kitchen. True. Like, come on. But Jackie's already taken a ton of pregnancy tests. Mm-hmm. She still hasn't told Mel anything. Mm-hmm. And then like she and Kelly have kind of a veiled conversation about having an abortion but also kind of not like yeah this episode was actually pretty candid about oh, yeah. women's rights and like abortions and stuff i was like it was nice okay. it was like it took me by surprise too because yeah. i was like usually especially with sex especially with teenagers they're like you know very much like abstinence like we've talked about but it seems like because jackie's a grown woman and i guess maybe She's more responsible, but which is ironic, but like, yeah, they have a little bit more open and kind of like free conversation about it. I mean, the fact that even Kelly is, Kelly's the one that brings it up. She's like, I think she said something like, you know, you can take care of it, which I hate. Yeah, I even wrote that. I was like, oh, this is a should I have an abortion episode also known as taking care of it. Right. And I don't, I hate that phrase for an abortion well because it makes it sound like a baby's a problem right and like i don't well yeah it's there's a lot of things there's even even later when jackie tells kelly that she did have an abortion Mm -hmm. it's because she was on a ton of drugs and she was doing things and she made a mistake right like i don't i don't know i i think this was a very good episode like talking about it and yeah. I love Jackie and Kelly's relationship when talking about like sex yeah. and all of this kind of stuff but like she couldn't just have had an abortion because she didn't want to have another kid she had to have been real fucked up and didn't know who the dad was well and even if that was the case it's still fine for her to say I didn't want a baby yeah when I was in that state or I didn't want to give a baby a bad life like it mm-hmm. could have just been that rather than the circumstances that it was like it, it could still have been from a a situation you because that's the whole thing is like usually I like I don't know it, it's I don't necessarily want to get into the whole that yeah part I don't of it. think that's 
but I do what we should be talking about here. I do think it is kind of cool that Kelly and Jackie have the relationship they do. And sometimes I kind of think, well, I wonder if Jack, because Jackie has had like, you know, problems with, with substance abuse and things like that, that almost has made them more candid with each other. I think it definitely has. Not that I'm saying you can only be candid if one of you has problems, but it's definitely driving some of these conversations because I think it's just making it easier because you've almost had to see each other at their absolute worst. Yeah. I mean, I do think Cindy and Brenda have a really good That's relationship, true. but I think this is a different relationship. It totally like, is. I don't think Cindy and Brenda can talk to each other so easily about sex, even though the Walshes are weirdly candid mm-hmm. about like when they leave for their Valentine's date and Jim is like, you going to fuck my daughter tonight? <laughs> no, he does basically say that. No, no like, sir. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the salute that he does. Yeah, right? The salute. <laughs> I did it. God. Uh, it was so teenagery. <laughs> but also, like, to your point about, like, how Brenda and Cindy do have a great relationship, uh, like, candid and talking and stuff like that, and Kelly and Jackie obviously do. I think the difference, too, is that Kelly has been very – the character has been very, like, much known to be candid in general mm-hmm. and kind of, like, call you out on your bullshit and, like, talk about the real stuff. I mean, I think – they're kind of making her into this character that's like, just be real about stuff and just be like upfront because otherwise, like, what what's the point? Well, and I think the thing is, they're still really trying to say that you know Cindy and Brenda and the Walshes in general have these like Midwestern values, mm-hmm. but then you've got like Jackie and Kelly who are so Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. but they still have a good relationship. Like they're not True. trying to take away from that, especially now that Jackie is sober. Yeah, for sure. But I mean. That's neither here nor there, I guess, because the next scene is Kelly at school where everyone else is talking about their Valentine's Day plans. And Kelly's just like, oh, I really don't care. Right. She's just like, yeah, she was so savage in that moment. I was like, that kind of like, I know you have other stuff on Mm -hmm. your mind, but that kind of hurts. I know. Like, that would make me sad. I know. She's uh, yeah. Because from a friend perspective, it's like, um, okay. Like, even if you have shit going on. Don't tell someone you don't care. Yeah. Like that just, just be like, I'm really excited for you, even if I'm not showing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then they're talking about like David and his dad coming over for Valentine's Day dinner and all of this stuff. And Kelly's just being mean to David. And I was mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have anything to do with this. Right. Like nobody knows. Why are you being mean to him? Well, and he's basically like, can I bring Donna, AKA your best friend? Yeah. And she's like, um, actually no. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And then she immediately tells Donna that her mm-hmm. mom's pregnant. Yeah. She's like, y'all, keep a secret for five minutes. <laughs> I know. Come on. it was like literally that morning. Yeah. Like, well, and we don't know earlier. how much time has passed since the last episode. Like her mom could have told her last night she was oh, pregnant. Right, right. And then they had the conversation this morning. Mm-hmm. And now she's just like, my mom's pregnant. Don't tell anybody. Yep. My mom's pregnant. Don't tell anybody. My mom's pregnant. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Come on. I mean, that's basically how this episode went. Like, I have a secret. Don't tell anyone. I have a secret. Don't tell anyone. I have a secret. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Wait, you told someone? (laughs) Yeah. Like, Brenda actually keeps her mouth shut for like eight hours, Mm -hmm. which I guess is the best of all of them. But then still tells the secret immediately. Oh, she tells it to so many people. It's just like, I didn't tell anyone. Mom guessed. Like, yeah, because you led her there. Objection, leading the witness. Like, (laughs) Jesus. One of my friends whose dad is dating one of my other friends' mom got <laughs> my friends pregnant 
or wait. <laughs> Something like that. But that's basically what she did. And oh my God, is it Jackie? And he's like, oh my God, Jackie's Taylor. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because <she's> like, obviously. <laughs> I feel like she's like, one of my friends will call him Mavid. Yeah. <laughs> His dad, Del, got my friend Belly's mom. <laughs> Smacky. <laughs> pregnant. But you don't know who that is. Yeah, right? You can't possibly guess this. Is it Jackie Taylor? Oh! <laughs> how did you guess? Like, come on, Brenda. How many friends do you have? Seriously, though. They know all of them. She has no other friends. Like, right. anytime they introduce episodes where other people show up, I'm like, you're not friends. Yeah, it's just They're not in the group. One off. Go away. Yeah, Brenda's friend of the week. Yeah, and then, so yeah, Donna immediately goes into the DJ booth and tells David, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I don't really like David talking about like the St. Valentine's Day massacre as a joke. Yeah. That was kind that of was off-putting. Stupid. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah, I didn't like that. Also, he says West Beverly and Beverly are playing each other again. Unclear what sport. It's got to be what's it what are spring basketball? sports? Basketball? Is baseball spring? Mhm. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. the only two teams in There LA. are no other teams. Yeah, right? It's, it's only these two schools. We're playing again just like we did last week and the week and before. And I hope we literally murder them. Yeah. I hope we beat them to death. Yeah. Ugh. Like, no, you're a serial killer. Like, that is... That's a bad joke. Mm-hmm. We haven't had much serial killer proof in a while, but yeah, true. I'm glad that's resurfacing. <laughs> Continuity. That's what I'm here for. That's what we need in this very incontinuate, whatever, incont- a show that doesn't do continuity well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And this whole conversation where David, like, I don't remember who says what first, but then Donna tells him that Jackie's pregnant and David tells her that her his Dad wants to propose to her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, that's so romantic because he knows she's pregnant and it's Valentine's Day." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "That's not romantic. That's mm-hmm. actually really cheesy and like, I mean, I don't, it's not romantic. It's not romantic at all. Yeah. I think doing like big gestures on Valentine's Day is not actually romantic. Just do a big gesture on any day if you really like want to do the gesture. Yeah, I mean, like Valentine's Day is just the excuse to do the big gesture, not the reason to do a big gesture. Yeah, like we don't do valentine's day things we skip it because i don't want to sit and have to wait and have like an okay meal at a restaurant or like oh yeah we just have dinner at home like yeah. we always celebrate valentine's day just at home and just like maybe splurge on the food we buy or something yeah that's literally it and yeah. then i get him lemon heads and no <laughs> different than every other day <laughs> You bring him lemon heads like randomly. I've seen oh, you come home with lemon heads. That's right. I actually got a bunch of lemon heads at work and now I have a secret stash that he doesn't know where I've hidden it. So now I'm going to start conditioning him. See? So whenever he does something good, <laughs> here's a lemon head. <laughs> I just happened to have this lemon head after you emptied the dishwasher. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you gave me a back rub? Lemon head for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. I told him that there's a secret stash somewhere. He won't find it. See, John would go looking for it immediately. Oh, Nate would say he was going to go look for it, forget that he said that, and then, oh, yeah, you have a secret stash somewhere. Where is it? And no. demand I tell him, and I won't. I won't John finds it. all my secret stashes. Like, he'll just be like, why are there cookies in the <laughs> coat closet? Like, how did you find them? <laughs> Those are my cookies. They were in a jar labeled cookies. <laughs> 
Yeah. So he won't find them. You won't find them, Nate. He doesn't listen to this. That's fine. <laughs> you will never find. I say can... where they are. In my nightstand drawer. Super <laughs> secret. That's not secret at all. He doesn't ever look in my nightstand drawer. I think he's scared of it. I don't know what he thinks I mean, is in there. Fair, like, Tampons. Yeah, right? Because that's where they go. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you might need a tampon in the middle of the night. God, ew. <laughs> Hey, to take it to the bathroom with you. What are you thinking? (laughs) Convenience. (laughs) Then why wouldn't you just go and get them in the bathroom on your way? You know, sometimes you just do things the opposite way and it's fine. Okay. The result is still the same. (laughs) It is. Email us about all your secret (laughs) hiding places. Thank you. I know. I have no secret hiding places anymore. John knows where I keep all my stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't really hide things that often, but we just had like presents and stuff. Oh, right. 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 right, right. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. I hide like when I have something. Oh, Michael might listen to this, but I can find a new spot <laughs> to hide things. Like whenever like I have like Christmas presents coming in and like I need him to not know where they are. Mm-hmm. I just put them in my pajama drawer. Oh, like. See, I he never he never yeah. looks in there. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried the drawers, but then like the other day, I wanted John to pick me up on, mm. and like drive me to the gym because it was raining, and mm-hmm. so I was like, "We have to get me a gym bag and like get my stuff." And right. he was like, "Well, where where do I get all that stuff?" And I was like, "Literally all of my drawers. You have to open all of my drawers to get to all of my stuff. <laughs> so I can't hide things in drawers." Sure. Yeah, the days of like the floorboards, like you know, picking up the floorboard and putting it there, those are over. Mm-mm. No, we've got. There's our suitcases are in my closet, mm. and that's where I hide a lot of that's my a, stuff. That's smart. I like that one. Because, like, oh, he, yeah. his, he has no idea. I could totally hide something in our, in my closet because he never goes, he only goes in my closet to get a hat or a belt. And that's well, it. one of my closet doors has been broken for a long time, so oh, it's nice. just open. Mm. So I can't hide things in the closet. I have to hide things inside the things in the closet. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, I would just hide it out in the open in the closet, but like, you can tuck it away put in a suitcase or something anyway enough about hiding spots um oh so yeah then we go to the b plot Mm -hmm. where andrea is somehow interested in horse racing yeah she's just like casually reading the paper and i guess yeah she's like oh is that the horse racing papers i've never seen these Mm -hmm. before how do i read them yeah and to be honest i i was like this kind of feels weird for nat like i didn't like peg him as like a horse racing this feels weird for andrea well that too like this is the donna in the stock market story all over again but with a different set of people but i really think they just just like luck not actual brains well but because donna actually like knew what she was doing yeah um but i mean like i think this plot existed just because they didn't really have anything to do no. with Steve and Brandon and Andrea. And mm-hmm. for some reason, they have to give everyone screen time every single episode. Right. And they aren't in relationships. That's so, what I mean. Like, yeah. You have the one comment of Steve saying, like, oh, is it weird to send your friend a Valentine talking about Kelly? Mm-hmm. And then it never gets brought up again because they're too busy with the racetrack. Mm-hmm. But it's Steve wanting to bet on stuff and make money. Mm-hmm. And there was no reason for it. Totally. Yeah. But then Brandon and Steve walk over and see what they're doing and talk about it. And then all three of them start trying to mansplain. I wrote horse that down. Racing. It's like, stop mansplaining to Andrea. Like all three. Brandon doesn't know shit about horse Neither racing. Steve. He, the only reason I think he might is just because he could, could actually not. He's not old enough, but he would actually have the money means 
to be able to get someone to bet for him or something. Well, and it you does, know what I mean? It does seem like Steve enjoys gambling. Right. That's what I mean. Like, but every- Brandon Walsh? No. So stop mansplaining, you freaking loser. Yeah. That annoyed me, if you couldn't tell. Let me come up and tell you all about a topic I know nothing <laughs> about. You're literally mansplaining. You're a woman. You can't possibly know what this means, but I do because I'm a man and far superior to you. Do you know what mansplaining is? Mansplaining. It's <laughs> when a man <laughs> condescendingly explains something to a woman. If you don't know that reference, it's from Silicon Valley and it's very funny. Go watch it. And it's TJ Miller who got canceled. Although he's coming back this year and I'm really not oh, really? for it. Mm. Oh, was that Ehrlich Bachman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They took him off the show because he's, well, I think he wanted to leave the show, but then he'd ended up being the worst person in the world. And mm-hmm. so nobody would hire him for anything. Yeah. Yeah. He had like cause. Yeah. I would be so happy if his last acting credit ever was for the Emoji movie. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he's com- He's going to be in that underwater movie with uh, What's-Her-Face from Twilight. Ugh. Oh, Kristen Stewart? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right, that underwater movie, which is still horrible. <laughs> I saw, I think it was a tweet about it where it was like, Kristen Stewart goes where tons of movies have gone before, <laughs> underwater. <laughs> Did you know that the Emoji movie got a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. It's my frame of reference. Like, how bad is it from, like, 100 is the best movie you've ever seen to the Emoji movie? That's my, like, frame of Ooh, reference of how bad that That could that be movie a good is. podcast. Like, go through the Rotten Tomatoes ratings of, like, yeah. the worst to the best, but, like, you have to pick, like, big-name movies. You can't pick, like, right, like indie bikini movies killers or, in Hawaii. Or, yeah, like, Sharknado type stuff, but it actually has to be It has to be legit. stuff that, like... Went to the box office. Yeah, like, like you can recognize names mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I like that idea. Right? And I still want to do a, a women's soccer podcast, but oh, that's neither it. here nor there. All right, that's the Gremlins podcast. All right. But I'm not involved in the Gremlins podcast. The movie Gremlin. Oh, <gasps> God. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, we're having a brainstorm. We're noodling all day. I am cutting all of this out so that nobody hears my ideas. Don't steal these. I would like to appear as a guest. Are you wait a- for the women's soccer podcast? Anything. <laughs> I'll I'll come talk about shit I know nothing about. Oh I'm like gosh. Brandon in this episode. We should call it woman's planning. <gasps> oh my god, we'll do woman's planning and we'll explain things to men. <gasps> Wait, so we're... I, but it I has sleep. to be topics that we don't know anything well, about. Well, and it has to be topics that they do know about. So, like, we'll have Michael on and woman-splain wrestling to Michael. Yes. Can I please woman-splain him Patriots football? Please. <laughs> please. Oh, my God. When he came over the other week, and I I don't remember what I made a comment about. I think I made a comment about the Titans beating the Ravens. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Football's been over. There is no more football. And then he was like, and if Tom Brady retires... Football is over. If you guys didn't see it, which you didn't, because this is not a video podcast, I just massively rolled my eyes at all of that. <laughs> her eyes left her head to go farther back. Yeah. And they just made it back. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut all of this out. Write that down. I wrote it all down. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but back to the man the episode because now we're back to the a plot mm-hmm. because david goes to his dad's um Practice. dentist office orthodontist office I'm, i think he's just a dentist he's a dental surgeon right because he's doing like root canals and whatnot sure 
but, it but looks like he's he talking also to does routine cleaning. So who knows? Yeah, but he's talking to the woman at the front desk that did not need to be in this episode at all, mm. and that was just so much of a waste of time. Where she's like, "You look like you got older." Like, I get that we're trying to develop that she's been there and that she has some mm-hmm. sort of relationship but i looked and i don't think she's in another episode ever again hmm. so there's no point in developing a relationship with this woman it's a shame though because i liked her yeah she was fun yeah i mean i had no problem with her but i was just like why is she here i think it was like just to point out that david looks more mature or something and make it cause they just had to acknowledge that brian austin green went through a growth spurt because that's what teenagers do? I don't know. Also, like, it's just another example of adding diversity for yeah. no other reason than to put a black person on screen. Mm-hmm. At least they didn't call out that she was black. Though. Yeah. That's true. Like, this may be the first time we have a black character that they didn't fully call out was black. Right. Because yeah. we had James and we um, had, um, God, I forget his name. It was in the... Uh, um, Charisse. Yep, Charisse. Mm-hmm. Right? That was her mm-hmm. name? Charisse. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And they specific like those were all about everyone in that episode. But like the only characters they haven't are like Mrs. Teasley and the person who did the twin study and now this receptionist. But still But yeah, it's it's few it's few enough and far between enough Mm -hmm. that we notice that they're not calling out that she's a black woman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is sad. Yeah. But anyway, so he goes to the back and he's talking to his dad and his dad shows him that ridiculous Oh my ring. God, it was so 90s. It I was not so 90s. 90s. I was like, was. if you put all three of our rings together, like <laughs> wedding rings and engagement rings, it wouldn't have enough gold for this ring. I have zero gold in my ring. Well, yeah, I also, mine's platinum because <laughs> I'm bougie. Mm-hmm. But yes, so 90s. So 90s. I was like, this is hideous. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's like 30 years old. Yeah. It's just a different style. Yeah, exactly. Big rock, though. Yeah. Huge. No, I mean, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. Well, and, well, and he and makes he's... a comment of like, I know this is kind of crazy, but right. like, Jackie deserves it, which was so cute. That is sweet. That I did like. Yeah, I do like. like I mean, I really do think they love each other. It's not, No, I think they love each issue. other, but like, it just bothered me so much that, yeah, we get this relationship that's supposed to be like... I've never felt this way with this guy. We really talk to each other. He knows all about my alcoholism. I know mm-hmm. all about his like messy divorce that he's right. going through. Mm-hmm. And we've managed to weather all of that. And then she's just like, no, do not talk. I'm breaking up with you. Right. And I was like, I feel like that's not even how you guys would break up. True. No, they just True. threw all communication out the window and it was a mess. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, then he like – David starts getting all weird about it and mm-hmm. Mel is like – well, I still love you. You're my son. Yeah, you're my boy, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was kind of a good move on David's part to not spoil. Like, I know Mel get, later gets mad at David for not telling him but it about wasn't, it. It wasn't his, his place. place. And, I, and I'm glad David realized that. Like, he didn't just be like, well, and then go for it. He was just kind of like, okay, you're really happy and this is good. So you don't need to know this right now. Yeah. Not from me. Well, and that's the thing. Like, nobody should know this except Mm -hmm. Jackie and David and Mel and Kelly, but it should be Mm -hmm. like Jackie telling Mel all of them. And then like together, like Jackie telling Mel and then Jackie telling Kelly and then Mel telling David and then having a conversation as a family. Mm -hmm. Like, and that didn't happen. None of that happened. Yeah. And, and this is basically when Donna lets it slip to Kelly about the proposal. Yeah. And then we go to the scene with the Walshes when Brenda doesn't tell but tells the whole family. I didn't tell. They the guessed. Yeah. And then she freely admits that she's just been gossiping. Right. 
I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah. And then Kelly tells Jackie about the proposal. And then Jackie gets mad and they start yelling at each other. But then they have a really mature conversation of just like, this is the thing that I have to clean up. Like, mm-hmm. you should not feel any sort of Yeah, you know, like at thing. first she was really mad at Kelly, but then she's like, hold on, I'm the adult. I'm the one. I'm the reason we're in this mess in the first place. So it's fine. Go to school. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of this. Well, and I do really appreciate that she was like, I don't want someone proposing to me just because I'm pregnant. Totally. Like, that was fantastic. Absolutely. And I agree. Like, absolutely. But... But this is the conversation you have to have with the person that wants to propose to you who also got you pregnant. Exactly. Like, stop talking to everyone about everything. It's like the whole, everyone's points were like, yeah, 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 that's right, correct, cool. Don't but do you're that. not telling it to the person that actually needs to hear it. I know. Oh, God. It was all like a he said, she said and mm-hmm. gossip coming around. And like, nobody actually talked to the people. Like, Mel still has no idea that she's pregnant and everyone else on the show knows that she's pregnant. Yep. Like, I think Dylan doesn't know that she's pregnant only because, like... He hasn't really been around. Yeah, he's too busy being like, we're going to go on a date, mm-hmm. but I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which but then <laughs> we have this great scene, and then we go back to the B-plot. I know. Because Andrea's <sighs> first horse won, so now we got to do it again. Every time it came back to the B-plot, I was just like, ugh, annoying. But... Literally, that's all that happens because then we go back to the A-plot. We got to run back to the dentist's office that Jackie can talk to the woman at the front desk. And she's like, no, you can't go back there. Which, if this woman has, like, been so ingrained in, you know, Mel and David and all that, she should know who Jackie is. Right. Or even if Jackie shows up and is like, I need to talk to Mel. My name's Jackie. She'd be like, oh, you're Jackie? Which, did she even say that she was Mel's girlfriend? I don't think she did. But, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, how Mm -hmm. has... As Mel's girlfriend, how has she not shown up to see him at work? Like, what mm-hmm. does Jackie do all day? Why wouldn't Unclear. she go have lunch with him? Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she does that, and then she like runs into the back, and the woman runs past her and is like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't stop her." Like, she just barged in, and he's just like, "No, this is Jackie." She's like, "Oh, you're Jackie." Jackie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. this. None of this made any difference no, to the it, scene yeah and then jackie starts yelling and gets all intense and is like i don't care what you think i it's, i'm pregnant and i'm gonna keep the baby and don't talk to me and we're breaking up and dinner is canceled and bye yeah she's basically i believe in the woman's right to choose and i don't expect child support i'm not asking for any of that i'm not asking for money for time blah, 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 blah. we're done bye just yeah. leaves like, like dude let it like let uh well, and if I was the guy in the chair, I'd be like, I don't think you should finish this root canal on me. <laughs> yeah, can we have a rescheduled appointment here? Do you need a minute? Mm-hmm. Like, you're distracted. Do you want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> Switch places. <laughs> Close me up. Yep. Lie down. <laughs> this is therapy now. Yeah, because even Mel goes and is like, did did you hear that? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, you're two feet away. <laughs> you were talking over me. Exactly. Ugh, no. This this episode jumps so many different places so fast. Because now... We're back we're, to the B-plot. <laughs> well, we're at like a C-plot or something, because now we're talking to Dylan and Brenda about their date, because... Oh, right. I didn't write that down. Yeah, well, because the only thing I wrote down was red flannel lingerie. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Does such a thing exist? I know. I was like, tell me more. Yeah, like I can winter... be warm and sexy? Exactly. It's like you've got your... Because basically lingerie is all built around summer. Let's be real. Cause it's yeah, all it's skimpy. all like meshy and lacy and, and um, very little clothing involved. 
Yeah, so if I could do it in flannel and still have, like, a warm tummy while I'm like, hey. Exactly, like, wintertime lingerie. Flannel Tell style. me more. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. So, like, yeah, Dylan, come on. Let her do American Eagle and make them make oh, that. They, they, they would. would. They would. They love them. them. It would be them. Oh, my gosh. And they would make it, like, five for 30 or whatever they do. <laughs> on sale, 10 for 35, your red flannel lingerie. Exactly. Get it in every color. Would love it. I would. Like, I would just be like, red, green, blue, purple. And they're not even sponsoring us, so they're not even paying us to say this. American Eagle, sponsor us. Me undies, make this and sponsor us. Yeah. I know you sponsor podcasts. Either one. And Simply Safe does, too. I've even hearing a lot of Simply Safe. <laughs> Third Love? Yes. I'm trying to think of the underwear ones. Oh, yeah. Third Love. Simply. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yes, we're jumping around to that part. And then we jump back to the B-plot. Yeah. Because the other horse that Andrea chose, which was what? Was this one unrequited? Um, yes. Yeah. You were to town. Yeah. Because it goes lovesick, then unrequited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they go to the horse track, and then she just starts picking. And I think we only see one of the horse, two of the horses that she picks at the horse track. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Even though she's picked a couple. But, like, I did not write down anything that happened in the scene. I know this is where they decide they should go to the racetrack. It is. But, like, all I... the kids basically bully Nat into doing it. Yeah. And Brandon's like, we can't go to the racetrack. That's ridiculous. And Steve and Andrea are the cutest thing in the world. And I just want them to date. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know what's going on with um, John. What's his face? John Griffin. Is he just gone? Are we over him? Like... Yeah, I think we're done with him. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> That's so annoying because they clearly went to the movies mm-hmm. last episode. You'd think that maybe they'd hang out on Valentine's Day, but right. maybe it's too soon. Well, but the problem is, is because they're pointing out the names of the horses that Andrea is choosing, they're trying to remind us, hey, don't forget, even though Andrea just had this date with John Griffin, don't forget that she's still in love with Brandon, which is so dumb. No I'm over cares. it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking it. up the... John Griffin's the actor who plays him like, to see if he's in any more back, episodes. Right? No, he's only in three episodes. He's no. done. Oh, <laughs> wow. My Desperate Valentine, Chucky's back, and everyone's talking about it. Rude. And he's we gone. Don't even know. He's gone. Well, now this episode has become a tribute to John Dr- Griffin. R.I.P. Man, gone too soon. <laughs> he was in a movie called The Areola. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's credited as Gainers. His career really took off. (laughs) Wow. Get it, it, John boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm so sad. Oh, he was in an episode of Celebrity Deathmatch. He voiced Justin Timberlake. Oh. Oh, this. Yeah, he he did not do a lot. He was in Finding Dory as additional voices. Well, maybe if Beverly Hills 90210 would have given him more episodes, he would have had more sample size. I know. Maybe his career would have taken off. He could have been like, check me out as John Griffin. Exactly. Look at how many times Jason Priestley stole the scene from <sighs> me. Annoying. But anyway, so then, yeah, basically the kids bully Nat into actually going to the race and them giving money to Nat to gamble on their behalf, mm-hmm. which is still illegal. Yeah. Like, I just, I really didn't care. I wrote so, so little. little. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to even just, like, finish yeah, that finish. out? Because yeah. nothing happens. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because they go to the horse track. They all wear stupid hats. They meet the gambling friend. Mm-hmm. 
And then on the last race of the day, Andrea picks somebody, and then the gambling friend mansplains why she's wrong. Yep. But like, which to be fair, I mean, the thing that was is less like, mansplaining. Yeah, I guess. But like, I didn't really see the point in this. Like, I didn't see why there had to be a man be like, let me tell you why you're wrong, and you're going to cost all of your man friends all of their money. Yeah, I mean, the only the only reason I think this was fine was because like, it ends up working out. If it didn't end up working out, and that horse that he did tell her to pick didn't win then i'd be like okay that was just mansplaining but the fact is is andrea had been picking all these by just happenstance anyway Mm -hmm. and the guy who actually is more of an expert on gambling was like here's why you shouldn't pick that horse because the horse is actually not really a race meant to be racing or whatever for long pick this one that's actually good so i was like i'm okay with it yeah but i mean if you took him out of it and just like at the at the last race she sees the one that's got the love name and it's mm-hmm. like 30 to one. And they're like, oh my God, Andrea, is this the right one? And then she picks a different one and is like, no, I have a feeling about follow me home. Mm-hmm. No different. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. Because Brandon, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I totally expected sketchy gambling friend to be lying to her. Absolutely. Like I really thought that he was like, knew something I thought and so was too. just like no 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 put all your money on this guy and then he bets on that horse and that horse wins mm-hmm. and he makes all that money and not them yeah. well and then even at the end when like so she goes and tells nat to you know change who he's gonna bet on before he gets up to the window and then they go watch the race she doesn't know who he's bet on mm-hmm. brandon and steve have no idea about anything and then like what Nat breaks it to them that he changed yeah. his bet and then Andrea is so smart and that's why he changed his bet and now they all won some money and Brandon and Steve are like I don't understand what's happening but okay <laughs> Story of their lives <laughs> but like e- even you know Nat saying that Andrea is so smart like shouldn't in this case she didn't do anything she mm-hmm. listened to somebody else and just took their advice about gambling which like doesn't mean anything about her intelligence well I mean the only thing you can say here is maybe like and this is probably a stretch, but like knowing when to go by luck and intuition and knowing when to actually make an educated guess, I, like use your research. I don't know. I don't it's know. It's a stretch, but like there was no point to this. There was lot. no point because then she says you quit while you're ahead and I will bet that we do not see them go back. No, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I don't care. And then, yeah, they made money. We're never Mm going to see them use that money. Mm -mm. We're never going to see Brandon be like, oh, I made a couple hundred dollars at the horse track. The only reason we'd see that would be if his car breaks again. When his car breaks again. When his car breaks, yeah. I mean, it would have been totally different if, like, Steve or Brandon or even Andrea had then developed a gambling problem, (laughs) which could have been maybe a little more interesting, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The only other two comments I had about just that plot in general is I literally wrote down Brandon looks stupid in all caps with his hat like flipped up all the way, you know? So dumb. I was like, you look like a child. Yeah. Like, I can't even pinpoint what he looks like Mm -hmm. except like a little dude running around in the 20s with just that (laughs) bill just making his forehead three feet longer like i don't even know it made no like mm, i just didn't care he made me think of like leave it to beaver yeah yeah yeah. like he should have had like a propeller on the top (laughs) he looked so stupid and walk around like hi i'm skippy want to play like (laughs) i'm brandon Mm -hmm. regular guy and then minnesota (laughs) 
Then the other only other comment was it very much looked like they did this in Pasadena because of those mountains. Oh, really? It reminded at first I was like, this is the Rose Bowl because the exterior looked kind of like the Rose Bowl before or like if you just took off the sign. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find any evidence to support or not in support. But with the mountains like that, I just remember when I was at the Rose Bowl, you could literally see those mountains just exactly in that way from our seats. And it was absolutely gorgeous. But I couldn't find any evidence to support. But it did look like it was in Pasadena. Okay. Filming locations. Uh, Santa Anita Park and Racetrack in Arcadia, California. I think Arcadia is near Pasadena. We don't know. We still haven't put up our map of California, so who's to say? <laughs> we'll never put up a map of California. We'll want to, and we'll reference it, but it won't be here. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But so that I mean, wraps that's up it. B plot. That's literally yeah. all that happens. We could go ahead and talk about C plot. I was gonna say, might as well. Yeah. Um, so Dylan keeps giving her hints about it. I think like it's early on Valentine's Day when she's making a sandwich, right? Sure. I don't yeah, know. That she's right. Yeah, she's making a sandwich, and they're going out to dinner. I this is what really confused me. Like, so they're going out for an early dinner on Valentine's Day. She's at home making a sandwich, and then Dylan's giving her hints about where they're going, mm-hmm. and then he leaves to come back to pick her up at seven. But it feels like there wasn't enough time to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, because they were doing homework too. Like at one point they were doing homework. At one point, yeah, at one point they were doing homework because that's when he says it's like warm and red and close to your heart. And you're lying down and you have to be at least 17 to do it. Yeah, and then he says they're in public mm-hmm. and Brenda still can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up later. Well, yeah, because also before he leaves and comes back, Cindy and Jim are leaving so they don't miss the sunset because they're going to the dinner on the beach. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, time has no construct in this. Time has no meaning. It yeah. made no sense. And I felt like when I was watching it, I felt like that was the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And, like, Cindy and Jim were just celebrating a day early. Which could have been. I maybe. mean, yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then because, like, Jackie and Mel don't have their dinner until what seems like the next night. Unless right. things are happy- happening simultaneously, but we're just not seeing it. So... But okay, generally that's very they're, possible. Like, I might be wrong, but generally I feel like they're better about the passage of time, at least a in little this bit. season. They're, they are improving. So February 13th, 1982 was a Thursday, which mm. would have put February 14th on a Friday. Right. So, like, going out to dinner would totally make sense. It doesn't make sense at what point Brenda made a sandwich unless she just made herself a sandwich for dinner on Valentine's Day. And then what day was it that they went to the racetrack? Because they were there Mm -hmm. all day. So is this actually February 15th? And everybody's having a late Valentine's Day? Maybe. No, it has to be on Valentine's Day because then we get to that night and Dylan shows up and he's got the flowers for her and he's like, oh, we're going to this play, which is so cute because, you know, a couple episodes Brenda had been talking about how she wanted to be more cultured. Well, also, like, when they had gone to those plays or or whatever it was they were like the music. super horny for each other yeah so. <laughs> um and then he gives her that and she's like but i don't understand about the laying down and warm and red and blah 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 and he's like oh we're doing that first so he takes her to give blood and explains how he got the scar on his forehead oh, i know i loved it i was like thank you thank you <laughs> Made me think of um, the elephant in the room. Well, it made me think of what is it, the Dark Knight, where he's like, "Do you want to know how I got these <laughs> scars?" 
So he tells her to look pretty. He tells her they got into a car accident and like his head hit the windshield or the dashboard or something. And Mm -hmm. that's how he got the stitches and that he needed a ton of blood. And so he'd always wanted to give blood to make up for it. And that the accident happened on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So like all of this happened on Valentine's Day. She made a sandwich. Her parents left for dinner. He comes back at seven, takes her to give blood. Then they go to a late play. They packed a lot into just one day. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, she's going to get home at like one o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, time is different in California. So. Time doesn't exist in California. They're like exactly. three hours late. Yeah. So. Yeah. East yeah. Coast, we're all asleep. Whatever. And then, yeah, the their story ends with the two of them laying down, like getting ready to give blood because I don't think they had anything poking him at this point. Mm-hmm. And she even says at the beginning of it, like, I'm glad you didn't tell me that this is what we were doing because I probably wouldn't come. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I have not given blood, but even, like, having blood taken to, like, for testing and Ooh, stuff. Oh, boy, yeah, it's not ugh, fun. Oh, it freaks me it's out. It's not fun. I'm not good with needles. I'm not good with no. I'm the total opposite. You're like, yeah. I, it's so fascinating to me. Like, <laughs> Take it I, out. Take it out. <laughs> I love it when I go to the lab and they're like just taking their blood or whatever. And I'm just like, you're really good at your job. That didn't hurt at all. And I'm just like watching it. <laughs> See, I'm good. I just can't watch it. I can't watch it. But like even the moments leading up to it where they like, you know, put the, the piece tourniquet. of rubber around mm-hmm. your arm and then they say like, all right, make a fist. You're going to feel a pinch. I'm like, can you just do it? Like knock me out and do it? Knock you out? Oh my gosh. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like, oh, my skin is crawling right now. Yeah. I just can't watch it. Cause like, I, like, I don't like seeing my own blood come out of my body. That's my only thing. Like I have no problem with blood in general. I just don't like seeing it come out of me. And then because I like am real sensitive to like low blood sugar and like all that stuff. I'm like, I know I'm going to feel terrible after this. Imagine if I gave like actual blood because it's more than that sample right Mm -hmm. like I've never done it so I don't know but I would assume it's more than that sample they take for testing I did it once and it was overall a good experience I probably shouldn't have given blood at the Mm -hmm. time because I know I did not weigh enough oh yeah 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 (laughs) but I did anyway and I was fine afterwards Mm -hmm. I just ate a lot of food yeah that's the thing I would need to immediately be like food well, they do the food. thing where, like, they'll give you cookies and stuff, mm-hmm. right? According to the office, they give you cookies. True. Yeah. No, um, they do. They do. At least when you're probably giving blood, just but yeah. they don't on the testing when you're getting your labs taken. I'm like, where's my cookie, man? Yeah, because yeah, um, we do the, like, health insurance lab thing mm-hmm. that they do at Cox. Mm-hmm. They do it at MailChimp. And they feed us after oh, you nice. do it at MailChimp. And I was like, yeah. Oh, hey. They would do that for us. Like, they don't at the doctor's office, but they did for the Know Your Numbers thing. They didn't feed us. Oh, they... I went to the wrong place. Well, I got it taken at, like, WSP. Like, the I had station. it at Cox Auto. Oh. I had it on campus. Yeah, we got, like, granola bars and yogurt. What and the hell? and swag bags. Yeah. <laughs> we don't anymore because we're not Cox anymore, but... We don't even have the know your numbers thing anymore, so that really sucks because I enjoyed it, and that's how we knew Nate had high, alarmingly high cholesterol. <laughs> when it, when he we... doesn't anymore. Well, it's still high, just not alarmingly high. <laughs> okay, back to the A plot, because that wraps up C and B. So basically, this was like after, the, after uh, Jackie went in to talk to Mel and basically broke up with him. Then we see Jackie upset, talking yeah. to Kelly about it. Well, and... <laughs> 
I like I know she is emotional and like her hormones are starting to go off balance. But when she's crying and being like, he didn't even try and stop yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like, girl, you didn't give him a chance, man. You Come on. didn't give him a chance. You just yelled at him and left. Like he could easily have been in shock. Right. Like, like just give him a minute. He tried to start saying something like five different times, mm-hmm. and you cut him off. Yeah, mm-hmm. every well, single time. Ugh, no, that upset me a little bit. And then she was talking about how she had had an abortion when Kelly was ten. And, like, talking through that whole bit, we kind of touched on that earlier, Mm -hmm. so, like, I'm just going to skip that part. Yeah, the only thing I liked about it was, or not the only thing I liked, but the only comment I really had was just that I thought it would it was just really interesting that she was so open about it. Like, I I could never imagine my mom being, oh, my mom would never tell me anything. So, I I think it's an interesting, um, based on what we were talking about earlier, the different dynamics, like, because I can't really imagine Cindy telling Brenda, like, because of the way they're trying to frame the Walsh family as, like, the token family, the American Dream family, like, whatever. So I can't really imagine Cindy telling Brenda if that ever happened, but I well, like the dynamic between Jackie and Kelly. And they've even set up Cindy and Jim's relationship that she basically started dating Jim in college. They immediately got married. She immediately got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have time to do any of that stuff. Right. It's, like, very much, like, do things in the right order. It doesn't matter how fast it is, but you must do things, date, marry, baby. Well, and yeah, it's very much like the expected American family of like the 50s to the 70s, I think, Mm -hmm. of like, true, you're dating, but like, I think it was like in the 50s, it was more of this where like, you didn't really date. You just got married. Yeah, it's like, like a very you short... You just got matched up with somebody mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, and then you right. got married, right. and then Yeah, there was like kids. a courtship where mm-hmm. you figure out if you have a crush on each other, and then you get married, and then you're expected to just be together forever. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys ever read Aziz's book, Modern Romance? Yeah. That's what it made me think of a little bit. It's very much like, in in that time, in the 50s, it's like, the person you married was likely someone who lived in your same complex, who you met through work, or your parents knew. It was yeah. very much like your little... Well, you got married very young to somebody mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Yeah, it was all about proximity, pretty much. Not really anything else, just like people who were nearby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas then, the further it got in time, it's like, no, you'd like branch out. You might move cities. You might work at many different jobs, like whatever. And it's like, you meet people quote-unquote non-traditionally yeah well because even back then i don't think you really moved a lot no, like exactly. moving from you know west virginia to georgia was like an unthinkable kind of a thing yeah it was like the only people that really moved around a lot were in the army or something yeah yeah so like you yeah you didn't go meet other people in other places exactly um and then then we go david visits David visits Mel. Mel, and Arlene is like, you know, I think you grew again. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is dumb. Like, there was just no point. Yeah, this is dumb. Just let him go back. Yeah, just let just him show go back. Just you, show him in the in the dentist's office with him. Like, yeah. Don't, like, don't even make him You did not need lines. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, David, he's between patients. Go on back. Exactly. You know, you got taller. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Arlene. We, we didn't notice. <laughs> I don't care. Well, and even David seems like he doesn't care. He's just like, thanks, Arlene. I'm going to go. Yeah. He's like, my arms are like 10 feet longer than they were last season. Exactly. I can push a button without moving my seat. (laughs) I would just have loved if, yeah, like he's got like extendo arms and he's just like, hi, Arlene, and like opening the door already. (laughs) Flink. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes back and I think that's... Yeah, Mel's upset, and I think that's when he finds out that David already knew that she was pregnant, and he gets mad at him, mm-hmm. and then, like, 
they kind of get over it too. Yeah, right? they get like, over it quickly. Because Mel's like, you're just the kid. Like, I still got to be the dad. Like, I'm... Like, it's fine. It's, it's pretty much the fault. exact same thing mm-hmm. that Jackie and Kelly did of, like, it's not your fault that, you know, rumors got spread around. Mm-hmm. That's all he said she said. Yeah. When really it should have just been me and Jackie talking about it. But now I don't think Jackie will talk to me. Yeah, because he even goes to try and see her and she refuses to talk to him. And mm-hmm. Kelly's being super mean to him. And I'm like, you don't know the whole story. I did get my line of the week, though. Oh, yeah? Out of the, that scene. It's when Kelly and Mel are talking and Kelly's all, like, icy about it. And then she's like... Um, like if you wanted to talk to her or whatever, she's like, well, I guess just send her a Valentine. And then he's, she's like, I guess you already did. And I'm like, does that mean like your Valentine was the baby? <laughs> like <laughs> Kelly, th- that tells you there was not much in this episode that I can't even parse what she's actually saying, but just that I like that it was a savage comment. <laughs> That's all. The Valentine was his penis. Exactly. Was it the semen or the penis or the baby? What was it? All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. One and then the others. Yes. The others followed. He sent her three Valentines. Oh, dear. His penis and then the semen and then the baby. Mm. Cool. I know. I actually regret that we've said any of these words. (laughs) I'm just really excited about this baby because (laughs) I know who she grows up to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very in favor of the baby. Um, yeah, so then David and Donna go on a bike ride together, which was adorable. Yeah, that was pretty cute. And then mm-hmm. Donna's like, hey, this bike ride was a great idea, but you haven't said anything in miles. <laughs> miles. And then a boom mic drops in. Yep, I saw another Damn boom it. mic. There was another one in the episode, too. I was both. There was two other slight boom mics. It wasn't like full on, but it was like, oh, you see it? And then it's gone. And it's like, oh, he didn't say anything? It's because we didn't pick it up. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. What'd you say? <laughs> say it a little louder. Mm-hmm. And then what he does say is that he feels bad, but he didn't have anything to do with it, or it doesn't have anything to do with him. And I was like, it really does, though. Yeah, like, like you're the one that told Donna that he was proposing, which led to Kelly find out he was proposing and thinking it was because of the baby, which mm-hmm. led to her thinking he was proposing because of the baby and breaking up with him. But at the same time, let's be real, it was all still Mel and Jackie's fault. Like, the kids knew I mean, yes, but, like, it was... It went, you know, Jackie tells Kelly she's pregnant. Kelly mm-hmm. tells Donna Jackie's pregnant. Donna tells David that she's pregnant. David tells Donna Mel wants to propose. Donna tells Kelly Mel wants to propose because Jackie's pregnant. Kelly tells her, Kelly tells Jackie that Mel wants to propose because she's pregnant. So, like, yeah. he is in there. He's like, in there. It's not his fault, but he can't say that it doesn't have anything to do with him. Right. It has something, but not all. Yeah. No. Uh, this whole time, I was like, teenagers are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. But then it was actually, like, I didn't mind the scene when David talked some sense into Jackie. And also Donna was like, well, maybe she won't talk to Mel, but maybe she'll talk to you. No, I liked this because I did think this was, you know, kind of an important thing to show that, Jackie and David are trying to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not and the, what it has been. Have. Yeah, because like so Jackie and Mel started dating in the summer mm-hmm. because that's when Kelly was being the nightmare child and yes. David was just like, Well, I don't want my parents to get divorced. And mm-hmm. like they've all come around to this relationship. Yeah, like everyone is clearly in favor of the yeah, relationship. Well, and they're all becoming a little bit more of a family. Mm-hmm. Like Kelly's We've only really seen Kelly be a nightmare to Mel, but like, yeah, you have to assume that sometime in between this, she wasn't a pain in the ass. Well, and that sushi scene, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That, yeah, the sushi scene wasn't bad. That was actually a really good little snapshot of what 
their family yeah. could look like. Yeah, I think it, was it was a cute, cute little family. It was really cute because they were all just talking openly about the issues that are affecting the kids, and it was just good. Yeah. I see hope in the whole family dynamic going forward, I think. Mm-hmm. I Assuming, agree. Well, we know they get past the, all the bullshit, but mm-hmm. yeah. But we yeah. don't know the whole story yet. Yeah. Yeah, because then this is when Jackie and David are talking, and Jackie's like, well, who told him that I was pregnant? And he's like, well, you did. Yeah. And then so she goes to see Mel and he's like, Arlene, there's a box on my desk. Will you get it? And then she Why brings it and then doesn't leave. <laughs> yeah. Let her watch. This is I probably know. the highlight of her month. That's how she gets the gossip for later. Like, yeah, she can watch. <laughs> All she has in her life is how tall David is. Give her this. <laughs> I guarantee she literally just took two steps and was waiting outside the door and listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah. So he gives her the ring and then he like, you know, puts his arms around her and like touches her belly a little bit. And it's just like, this is our family and this is our baby. That's it. That's it. Yep. But it was cute. It was cute. Like, I'm glad it happened and everything got resolved and yeah. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> that was it. They I tied mean, it up in a neat little bow. They definitely, so this kind of felt like a two-part episode from the last one in mm-hmm. this, like, there was a little bit of continuity. I don't know how much this plot has to do with the overall plot outside of Mel and Jackie and Kelly and David. Because, yeah, I guess the very last thing that happens is the dinner, and Donna's there, and they're all, you know, making a toast with the sparkling cider, and then Donna's like, you know this means that you guys are siblings now, and they just stare at each other like, oh, no fuck (laughs) but like that's fine for me because it's totally fine for me now maybe it'll give david some like weirdness about ever like having a crush on her ever being obsessed Obsessed. with her and then like it made me think of that flash that kelly had back in the summer of him just like going through her stuff oh yeah i kind of like that david was just like oh fuck my sister (laughs) like because Ooh, he's like fuck my sister yeah yeah, yeah. where do you put that comma because it matters this is that oh, whole fuck, comma yeah my sister <laughs> because, because that's that less that's, that's the grandpa. thing he's obsessed with her but like he made a face which gives me the feeling that he's now seeing kelly as an actual human being and not someone to put on a pedestal True. and he knows that she has flaws and she's been a bitch to his dad and he's just like, oh, fuck you. Mm. Uh. No, I feel like they're going to like slide into the roles of older sister and younger brother really easily. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. especially Kelly because she always like saw him as the annoying little freshman. Well, and so they've always just- really tried to show that David was like the annoying little brother type. Because exactly. like he keeps doing super creepy things and they mm-hmm. never kick him out of the group. So right. like it only would make sense that he was related to somebody. And that he actually becomes the annoying little brother. Yeah. But I do, like, I'm liking what they're doing with Donna and David, though, because it doesn't seem dramatic. It doesn't seem like, it seems like they're friends who then started dating. Like, Yeah, it, it, it seems like another one that, like, it seems like what I kind of wanted Brenda and Dylan to yeah, be. Yeah, Because exactly. they give Brenda and Dylan exactly. a ton of drama but they just like they kind of exa- like you just know the dildo's there. Yeah, and like now na- like it's almost like they're doing with Donna and David. They're doing with Donna and David what Dylan and Brenda are now. Yeah. 
So I, I'm, it's a very organic relationship and, and I'm in favor of it. Plus I know what happens. So yeah, I like it for now because Donna has demonstrated the ability to communicate assertively mm-hmm. and make her needs known and not take any shit from David. Oh my and, God, it makes right. me so happy every time Donna is just like, no, everyone needs to listen and you're mm-hmm. not going to call me stupid and right. you're not going to talk down to me and you're not going to do this and this and this and I'm not having sex with you. Well, and she's like made, yeah, like you said, made her needs known and she's like, set her expectations and and she's but then she's also being like no david's a good guy you just have to get to know him so she's like both being like this is me and this is how i am and this is what it's going to be but also like please accept him for more than what he has been because to me he has been nothing but great mm-hmm. so i like it i'm in favor i like mm-hmm. it so then what would you grade the episode oh a c like easy (laughs) i like it but not that much yeah i like that aspect of it but overall i was like this it was mostly because of the b and c plots like they well the c plot's fine like the dylan and brenda was fine because like i love them but the b plot was so unnecessary and so yeah they could have just not had the actors for that day like they've had no dylan before and they've had no david before yeah but they can't not have brandon so I gave it a C for Cupid's arrow or whatever it was. Cupid's wing. That's what okay. it was. Yeah. I like that. That's it. What about you? I did not come up with anything beforehand. I like C. I think that is a very good grade for this. Cool. I'm going to give it a C for something, 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 something. Communication is important. Communication mm. is important. Yep. 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 Cool. I guess that wraps up that episode. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I don't have any other further comments. I don't either. What are we What are we doing next week? Next week, we have season two, episode 23, Cardio Funk. Ooh. I know. Sounds fun. I'm excited. Sounds fun. I like cardio. And I like funk. Well, you like funk because you like really funky cheese. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. They're going to work out and then eat cheese? Maybe. We'll find out. Sounds like a plan. I wouldn't put it past them. What what if it's actually just like cardio funk is their way of saying someone smells really bad after they work out? Ooh, getting that cardio funk. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Well, that's next week. (laughs) Yeah. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at back to podcast. And you can send us an email at back to podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. You can also like and subscribe and leave us reviews on iTunes and things. Five stars. Five yeah. stars, please. And if you leave a comment, we'll shout you out. And if you leave that review, we'll shout you out on this podcast, as we do with all the other ones. And, yeah, I mean, that all really helps us, like, get more visibility in the podcast community and gets other people to listen to us and, you know, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. So just do it and tell your friends and spread the word. Just do it, okay? Just do it. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) So from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.